Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums and art galleries. You guys, I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I'm about to fire up my group chat and book a trip because I literally love getting an amazing deal on a five-star hotel. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot think of anything better. Plus me, you know, I love the sun. I love to lay by a gorgeous pool, sipping a drink, knowing that I'm going to a fabulous restaurant that night. And I love that it won't be overcrowded. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hi, guys. Welcome back to It's Me Tanks. Happy Monday. I hope everyone had a um, bountiful Black Friday. Honestly, Black Friday stresses me out to no end. Did you guys shop for it? I have like a few things in my cart and maybe I checked out, but like it's not my shtick. I just don't like it. It really fucking stresses me out. And I was in London and I was just like enjoying my time with my family. So I just, it wasn't on my radar, but if you are a big Black Friday shopper, I hope that it went well for you. Um, I am very blessed, blessed AF, as my millennial self would say, to be with Camilla again on this pod. And um, I just am really grateful for her. I'm going to be dead honest with you guys. I'm going to put my dick on the old table, okay? Um, Our room wasn't ready for check-in with Soho Farmhouse, and I was supposed to like get in and record And we just had a bottle of champagne and then we were just late to record. And I was like, Camilla, I just, I don't want to go at it alone. And like the angel she is, she just said she would do not one, but two episodes with me. So welcome back to Camilla Camilla to the pod. Thank you for fucking being here. Thank you for being here with Percy Pig and Terry's Chocolate Orange and all the other snacks we have, Colin the Caterpillar. I mean, you bribed me with a bottle of champagne. (laughs) What was I going to (laughs) say? I just love this special week. I love this special week of Thanksgiving. And, you know, even though I'm 
obviously American. It's so fun to do it in London. And it's like one of my favorite weeks of the year because we get to spend so much time together. Yeah. I mean, we have a really, really special, cool tradition that like I'm also I'm from London, but I lived in California for a long time. So Tinks and I are both like American UK hybrids and your Thanksgiving at Tinks' house very much reflects that. And it's so fun and special. And now we have our new tradition of Soho Farmhouse with Jyoti, which is just like the best time. And we talk a lot about how like well, you guys make me so much better. Like you genuinely have changed my opinion on things. You help me flesh things out. Obviously, we talked about fertility and all that good stuff on Friday. And it just like I just it's very rare that you can find people who you can rage with and also just have the most scintillating conversation with. We like I know it's a cliche, but like in the space of a minute, we'll go from laughing like lunatics to crying our eyes out and we're probably naked the whole time a hundred percent it's it's an all-girls school thing (laughs) um so this episode is it came to me on the train we took the train out to soho country uh, soho farmhouse and we were talking about things that we do differently now it wasn't necessarily post 30 but it was just little updates and you guys i've spoken to you before about like how to make little updates to an email to sound stronger, to sound like less, you know, apologetic. You know, women have a propensity to say, I just wanted to check in on how those papers were coming out. A man would be like, do you have the documents for me or whatever? Women say sorry, like 90 times more than men do every day. And so we were talking about little edits. And I and so I want to go through some of them that it, it spans everything from work to personal to dating, whatever, and just go through some of them and pass them along. Cause I think some of them are really good. Yeah. I mean, they've definitely positively impacted my experience moving through the world. Okay. So the number one, this is so crucial, not saying you want to meet up with people if you don't actually want to. And Jyoti was the one who raised this one. And she said, so for example, if you run into someone and you, you're not that friendly with them, like you would never text them to get lunch and the conversation is coming to a close and like maybe out of nervous energy or whatever, you're like, well, we should get drinks or we should get a coffee sometime when you have no desire to meet up with them. And then what happens? You have to go to that dumb coffee or that dumb drinks that you don't want to go to. You're resentful. You are annoyed and bored the whole time. And it's like, why did you do that? And I would say for me, a lot of the time, it's completely out of social anxiety and awkwardness. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's 100% true. And I think like it goes to a bigger point to me, which is just like at a certain point, I just stopped saying yes to things I didn't want to do that much in the first place. And like this is a really key po- point what you're talking about is like don't be the one to put it out there if you don't want to do it. But also don't accept if you don't want to do it. Don't be rude about it. Don't be a dick. But if you don't want to do something, then you shouldn't be agreeing to it because it makes you more flaky. Yeah. It's like recently I put up a TikTok that was like, here's my trick. If you don't want to do something that night, like imagine, say you get invited to something or someone is like, we should get lunch. If you're not excited to do it today, like imagine it was today, don't say yes to it. Because you think in your head, oh, I'm going to want to do it when the time comes. No, you won't. No, you (laughs) fucking won't. You definitely won't. And I spent so much of, I would say specifically my late 20s, I would say like 26 to 29 going to things I don't want because in your early 20s you honestly want to do everything yeah like you want to do everything you want to go to every fucking party you want to go to every dinner you want to go to every date it doesn't matter you have endless energy and then you hit 25 and you're like 
I will never forget some of the the dinners that I went to where I was like at a group dinner with 12 girls in like San Francisco. And I was like, why am I here? Like, I don't want to do this. I don't find this funny anymore. Why did I say yes to this? Yeah. I'm going to spend $120 on some disgusting roasted Brussels sprouts and like truffle fries that were ordered for the table that annoys the shit out of me. And it's like, then by the time you're 29, you realize like, wait, maybe I don't have to say yes to everything. Right. And also like, other people are probably having that same experience. So don't be the perpetuator. Don't be the person that puts the random, like, oh, we should definitely get coffee sometime. Don't be the person that puts that out there because then you put other people in the awkward position of having to say no too. 100% be intentional about your time. Yeah. Also, like my therapist always says, time is like the only limited resource we have. I know that really stresses you out because your time is a big trigger for you. But like to give you guys an example, she says, Think about when you're like buying a new purse, you literally spend fucking weeks saving up for it, like comparing the colors. You go to the store, you send a picture to your mom and your friend being like, should I get the black or the gray? We say yes to shit like we are going to live forever. And I don't want to scare you, but I also kind of do because when this got in my head, it helped me be a lot more intentional about my time. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop and you know this girl loves efficiency right so my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place what a relief right and I know about Zola because I've bought so many gifts on registries via Zola and I just love how easy it is to send gifts keep everything organized everything is like done for you and we absolutely love that start planning at Zola.com that's Z-O-L-A dot com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's 
endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. A consistent body care routine is so important to me, you guys. I love to feel good in myself. I love to feel good in my skin. It is our largest organ, so I like to take care of it. And I like to look good while naked. Yes, I admit it. You guys know I am obsessed with Osea. And a lot of it in part is because of how the products make me feel. So I love that I can trust everything that they make because they put such care and thought into each product. And I love how the body products make my skin feel very soft, very smooth. There's a no harsh chemicals or dyes in any of it. It's just natural and it makes me feel naturally good. Glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60, head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Time is money. Time is so valuable. And, and yet we're like, of course, I'll drive two hours to go to this random lunch that I don't want to go to. Yes, why not? I'll go to I'll go to get this networking thing that is going to be of absolutely no benefit to me. I'm not saying be a cunt. I'm not saying say no to everything. I'm not saying be a hobbit or stay in your house all day. I'm saying think is this how I want to spend my time? And it's also like how you'll show up for it too, right? Because if you don't yeah. want to do something, I've literally shuddered to think at some of the times I've gone to things and act like a bitch because I don't want to be there. You bring bad energy if you don't want to be there in the first place. Also, one other quick thing on this. I saw a fascinating Twitter thread, RIP Twitter, um, that uh, a while ago that basically the essence of it was like Warren Buffett is one of the rich pe- richest people in the world. But he would give it all up if he could trade places with you or I and be young again. And when you think about that over the value of our time, it really makes you think about how you're spending that time. It really, really does. And and just about like the people that you want to spend time with, like truly, I don't. I, I also like I'm have I always have like an awakening in London, but like I don't care how this sounds like I don't have unlimited time to spend with acquaintances like I'm 32 
I have a job that I'm fucking obsessed with. I'm obsessed with my followers and my community. I'm obsessed with my friends. I have a new boyfriend. Like I don't, I don't have time to have lunch with someone that I don't like that much. Preach. And you don't have to like everybody. Wow, I'm coming off a little bit <laughs> crazy angry today. Yeah. Okay. This was one that you said, which I thought was really funny. One edit that you've made is you don't move out of the way of people. Yeah. Well, talk about that. Okay. So I think it's a natural female thing to try to make ourselves as small and as convenient to other people as possible. And that isn't my personality. Like I, it, that, like that might be what society wants me to do or wants us to do as women, but I just refuse to be put in that box. And I think also by taking up the space that you deserve to take up, you demand respect. So for me, when it comes to, and like, if I'm walking down the sidewalk and somebody else is being slow or their like idiot child is in the way or whatever it is, like, why should I have to be the one that's getting out right, of the way? Right. Because you're a single woman and single women, as you said, are there, we're the lowest on the totem pole. We're made right. to be feeling like the smallest that we need to be. Right. And I think it's, Okay, this is so crazy. So at at my high school, North London Collegiate, I had a drama teacher and his name was Mr. Lewis and he was fucking sexy to us at the time because we were at an all-girls school and we were like really horned up. Anyway, if anyone is listening to this <laughs> who knows him, that's going to be really funny. Anyway, we were obsessed with Mr. Lewis. That's kind of an aside. He had us do this exercise one day where he was like, half of you go to this side of the room, half of you go to that side, and I want you to walk towards each other. And we didn't know like what the point of it was. And he... He had us walk and like at the end he was like, we were like, what does it mean? And he was like, it's to see who's the most confident. Mm. And he said the people who moved out of the way were like less confident because there was literally no instruction. So it's just like basic human instinct. And I will never forget he like called me out. And obviously wow. at the time I thought this meant we were going to get married even though like <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, Christina didn't move. She didn't flinch. She just walked right forward. And I always remembered that. And I. I don't really think about moving out of the way of people. Like, I don't really think about it too much. I think you live in London, which is a big walking city. So it's yeah. something that you're confronted with far more often. But I do think it's so interesting about how women are like always meant to move, always meant to be small, always meant to take up less space. And I think like just to caveat, and I know that we're trying not to do that, but I do think it's important to say, don't be a dick about it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, be considerate of the people around you. If you're in the way, then probably move out of the way. But I'm just saying, take up the space that you deserve to take up. I think it's it's such a good point. Victoria Paris, who's a TikToker who I really admire. She just did a TikTok about this where it's like women are always we're always being told to be smaller, to lose weight, mm -hmm. like to appear small, like to like just take up less space, you know, not be tall, like everything. And it just and she said, I've never once craved that to be small. Like she's she's like, I'm proud of being tall. Like I'm yeah. I'm proud of taking up the space that I deserve. And it's like she really inspired me. She's way younger than us. She's like 23, I think. But it, I was like something about the phrasing of how she said it really struck me and made me very inspired to like take up this space. I'm I'm five seven. I you know that's not super tall, but like with heels on and like I'm like pretty solid, you know? And I I don't know. I I guess like I have had times where my mom has called me in pictures from events and she's like, you're hunching. And I realize it's because I'm stooping to 
the level of the people that I'm taking a picture with or that I don't want to appear big. And it's like, why? Right. Take up the space that you deserve. That's all it is. So, so beautiful. Okay. This one I love. You said, you said one edit you've made is to say thanks instead of sorry. And I tell you guys all the time, like stop saying sorry so much. I'm terrible at this. I say sorry all the time. But Camilla had like a tool rather than just a rule. Like don't say sorry. Camilla had a great tool. So explain, give a few examples of that. Well, this is this was a huge unlock for me because the problem with telling people not to say sorry is that you leave a void. You don't give them anything to replace it with. And that makes it a lot harder when you've been programmed to say sorry your whole life. So there's two pieces to this. First of all, if you substitute thank you for sorry, it's super powerful. So instead of saying um, sorry for the inconvenience or sorry for the delay, you would say thank you for your patience. It's the exact same message. But also, by the way, people prefer to be thanked than they prefer than they like to be apologized oh, to. that is it's so smart you're and, right like, it is you know when you think about that when people say that to you the feeling is like you know if somebody apologizes to you then suddenly you're thinking about what they did wrong even though they might not have done something wrong right. in the first place whereas thanking them you're telling them that they did something right you know yeah it's like the other example you gave was like instead of saying say you're at work and you're like sorry i don't understand just say thank you for explaining that again or whatever like yeah. and it turns it into a positive and you're so right that people are more people way, way yeah. prefer a positive well it's validation for people in some small way and the other thing is is that it means that you save that word sorry you save your apologies for when you really mean it and when you actually have something to apologize for. Because in my mind, the same way when you overuse anything, it loses its value, that if you save that word for when you really mean it, then it carries a lot more impact, right? So for me, it's not that I never apologize. I'm fallible. We all are. I make mistakes. When I make a mistake, I apologize. But I don't just apologize as a filler word because that diminishes the value of my actual apologies. Amen. And also just to it's a follow on point, but take out the word just. Stop saying just from your emails, read back your email and genuinely think like, how would a man write this? I'm not kidding. Take out every sorry, take out every just write it how a mediocre white cis straight man would write it. And it's just like, there's so much, I'm not saying being an, being an entitled person, (laughs) but I'm saying like, we have this learned fear this learned fear of just saying what we want to say. It, we're not even saying anything crazy. It's not like we're saying, hey, I need $10,000 by noon or I'm going to rob a bank. We're saying, can you do the work that you said you were going to do? Yeah. I mean, speaking of being smaller, like we were talking about making ourselves physically smaller just a second ago. This is just making your language and your requests smaller. Like it's all part of the same thing. And like, you know, another example of that is instead of saying like, sorry to ask this of you, replace that with thank you for prioritizing this. Exactly. Exactly. Just nothing will happen. I think what I needed when I was younger is reassurance that that wouldn't affect my career. I know that sounds so prescriptive or something, but I needed someone to say, it will not affect your career. Like if you just speak how you want to speak, nothing will happen apart from you'll gain more respect from your peers in the workplace. Right. And it can feel so scary, guys. I'm not diminishing it because this is truly only in the past couple of years that I've learned this and that I've been starting to be aware and trying to catch myself. But I promise you, be strong. Make this edit. Like develop an allergy to the word sorry and the word just. Just every time you try to use I just use it. Every time you try to use them, like delete them from your messages. Yeah. 
It's crazy because in college, in senior year, Camilla and I read this article that was so misogynistic. It was like in some female magazine, like whatever, female focus. And it was like, okay, a new study shows that men find it really unattractive when women swear. And baby Camilla and baby Tanks were like, oh my God, like what if men think we're not attractive because we love the to say fucking shit? <laughs> So we created this like insane game, which I'm honestly don't regret because it was such a fun game. But like, <laughs> so the game was we we did it with our friend Annie. The game was there was a scale for points like fuck was five points. Shit was four points. Crap was three points. So on and so on. At the end of the week, you would add up all your square points and then. And then how would it go? And then we had made a jar of mm-hmm. like dares. dares. Yeah. Um, and you would have to like pull a dare out of the jar based on your There points. was a code. So it was like if you had like over 20 points, it was like a yellow diamond. If yeah. it was like you had 15 points, it would be a green circle. And there were the dares were scaled. So like at the very least it was like get me a coffee or whatever but at the most it was like you can hook up with someone who i really like (laughs) remember that's how i hooked up with sam mercer (laughs) i mean worth it worth it worth it sam if you're out there (laughs) we love you you hottie (laughs) best make out of my life at fun party okay but anyway that's just the point is language is important and you should have full command of your vocabulary shouldn't be afraid to be concise and to the point and to ask for what you want you guys okay yes i have one more silly one and then more serious one um jyoti was like she was like you know what one edit i've made she was like i'm tired of apologizing for like how traveling how i want to travel so she was like i have a huge bag if if you want to check a bag check a fucking bag if you want to take your stuff take your stuff i feel like this reminds me of that Sex and the City episode where Carrie's like she has her bag and Big won't give her a drawer. And it's like so often women are made fun of for carrying like a big purse because we want our stuff. Hey, if you want to take a big purse, if you want to carry a hairbrush with you because it makes you feel more comfortable, if you want to check a bag on a three-day overnight trip, you fucking do it and you don't apologize guess what we're talking about not taking up space again mm-hmm. this is the same thing from right like take up all the space you want and travel in whatever way makes you comfortable and don't apologize for it amen okay last and serious one and one that i've recently made that i caught myself doing because i was feeding into something that i hate i have stopped asking friends um, acquaintances, whatever, like what the next thing is. Like yes. my friends who are in serious relationships, I've not that I ever really asked about that, but it's a nervous tick to ask, when are you guys getting engaged? Are you guys going to have a baby? Are you guys going to have another baby? Are you going to get married soon? Are you going to get a house soon? I, I got to be honest with you guys. I fucking hate that. And I hate it that I ever did it. And I thought to myself, Tinks, why do you do that? Because you actually reject timelines. Why do you fall back on that? And then I realize it's a fallback. It's because I have social anxiety. I hate small talk. And I instinctively think that people who are like married or whatever always want to talk about that stuff, which is rude and reductive of me and like actually so awful. So I was like, I actually forbade myself from ever asking that question because it is so fucking rude to ask a woman, when are you going to have a baby? When are you and your boyfriend going to get engaged? If my friends want to talk about it, they'll bring it up with me. I no longer ask them. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think also like I've actually set that in it. Not that I don't care. I just, and at the same time, 
the conversational crutch because if you think about it, it's the lowest hanging fruit when it comes to with people. And so like do better, you know? Yeah. It's it's I'm very proud of us for doing that. It's just like it, there's better things to talk about. And if there isn't, talk about White Lotus, talk about anything else. Like if small talk must be made, which hey to anyone else with ADHD, I know how absolutely difficult it is for our brains to do it. You can do it about TV. You don't need to ask a woman when she's going to get engaged because, like, how fucking dull is that? Um, It's not that getting engaged is dull before you guys come for me. It's that the question of doing it, like, the question of someone else asking, like, especially around the holidays. I'm thinking about all the holiday parties. I'm thinking about going home and whatever. And it's like, we have enough pressure from timelines and family and all that stuff. We don't need to be asking each other, oh, are you, are you and Jason going to get engaged soon? Like, stop. Yeah. If someone wants to talk about it, they'll talk about it. And I'd say also, if you're on the side of that, um, of that dynamic, like, feel free to set that expectation with your friends too, right? It's like, hey, look, you know, <laughs> things, but like, also embrace that this is how people have conversations right now. And so if you say one thing, then the next question is going to be that, you know, there's always like the next stage that people are going to ask questions about. So you may as well put a stake in the ground now. That's such a good point is like, it never ends. It never, it never ends. ends because it's just like, oh, you got, you got married. When are you going to have a kid? When are you going to have another kid? Like, what are we going to do? Just ask us. Like, I, I imagine us, we're in the fucking nursing home at 98. We're like, when are you going to die? Yeah. Do you have your funeral you schedule? Your- it's like, stop. Like, let's all give each other that space. And talk about something more interesting yeah okay i absolutely love this but it is now time for us to go get pissed drunk (laughs) off our faces and win the pub quiz we have a pub quiz tonight so we're gonna go do that we're not competitive at all no 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 no. but if we don't win i will riot (laughs) (laughs) we'll burn this place to the ground i love you so much thank you for always giving me the space to be myself and you're one of my best girlfriends and i just fucking admire the shit out of you and i'm so lucky love you i'm always happy to be here I love you guys. I will see you back on the live show on Radio Andy on Wednesday, 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, Yeah, channel Radio Andy. Call me. Let's discuss what I talked about on this kind of unhinged pod. (laughs) Until then, bye. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go. And I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming. And ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code tanks on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.